Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And now on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, the back page with David Riccio. Morning, Dave. Good to see you back on our TV screens last night as well. Looking dandy, fine and dandy after a summer off-season. Thanks, Miss Isle. Yes, good morning, Vossi. No, it was uh, good to be back on 360, uh, diving into the deep issues ahead of round one. Uh, should be another massive season, both on and off the field. That's rugby league, baby. First up, we got Dylan Napper, <laughs> big papa. He's back. Yeah, well, this one caught, sort of came left field, didn't it, guys? Dylan Napper hasn't played in the NRL since 2021. Uh, left the Missiles team, the Doggies. Um, you know, coming off the bench at that stage when, when he finished up at the Dogs. And he was on a huge contract. Uh, went over to Catalan. And the basis of his... He, he was actually released and paid out his contract from Catalan, which made the Roosters uh, go down the path of picking him up as a depth forward uh, for, for next to nothing, guys, because as I said, Napa's being paid by Catalan, so the Roosters don't have to chip in hardly anything at all. It's a, it's a second-tier contractor. I understand it's around 20 grand plus match payments. So if, he's, if he does eventually play first grade, he'll pick up a match payment uh, for every NRL game he plays. But uh, it's certainly an interesting one. I understand there were a couple of other clubs keeping an eye on it, as, on it as well. And it was ultimately Trent Robinson that said, look, if uh, if all hell breaks loose and we lose you know, a, 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 a large majority of our middle forwards, we just might need a big body. And Dylan, having known the club, and Trent Robinson, uh, they picked him up. Do you think he will play in the NRL? I, I, I thought in those trials, a couple of those young Roosters players that came on second half of, in both games were... But the depth there seems to be outstanding. Mm, yeah, it will be interesting. I mean, again, how do you predict uh, what your injury toll may look like? Um, talking to you know a, a couple of other clubs that had been considering it, um, they spoke of just being... Just, there isn't a lot of big bodies. Uh, there's a lot of small mobile forwards uh, in today's games, but having that bigger body, which Dylan is, he's a big man. Um, in the middle, um, and also having that experience, uh, it, it did it did perk their interest as well. And I understand that's what, certainly what Trent Robinson likes in Dylan, that big body and, and having that experience. But uh, look, they're going to have to eat into their depth before Dylan gets a run miss. So that's the that's the cold hard truth of it. Interestingly, guys, just a little side note: Josh Mansell, uh, his yeah. footy career isn't over. Uh, he's picked up a contract with the Newtown Jets now. If you want to start to talk about depth and, and how, how deep is the well, the Newtown Jets are the Cronulla Sharks feeder club. So if all hell broke loose there as far as injuries on their, on their wings are concerned, we just may see Josh Mantle pop up back in the NRL. Saw him post the photo in the Newtown jersey. I've I, I got to say, um, it is totally off, off the topic, but when I see a Newtown jersey and I see, New, and I see Paramount shirts on, it makes me smile. 
Makes me feel good. Yeah. Oh, I love the Newtown jersey, yeah. David. And to see Josh sporting yeah, no, the Newtown jersey, and he's standing in front of the grandstand there. You know you're a rugby league fan when that makes you feel good. Newtown, yeah. how good. Love their stuff. Josh Mansell, all the best. He's one of the best blokes in the game too. But David, I think you'd back that up, the source. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He is one of the great, great, great men of the game. And on Newtown, Bossy, I'm with you. One of my life goals, this, my life goal, is to get onto the hill on the beer festival weekend of at Henson Park mm. and try and convince the editors of the Telegraph to give me the week, the Saturday off, and just get up onto that <laughs> Henson Park hill. Life here's, goal. And have the time goal. of my life. Here's a little story, yeah. Bossy. So my housemate from Port Macquarie used to play for the Newtown Jets. And they used to get me to ride the penny farthing around the the field when they scored a try. You rode it? <laughs> yeah, I rode it. You rode the penny farthing? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow, your long legs, would it suit it? <laughs> yeah. I need photo tough. proof. We need photo proof, James. That didn't happen unless there's photos. Yeah, we there'll be proof. some photos out there somewhere for sure. I, well, we I need to dig that up. I desperately want a reenactment of that. Now, the Wayne Bennett blast of Anthony Milford, you know, this 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 was stinging. Like this, this is most yeah. unusual. I mean, he, he beats to his own drum, Wayne Bennett. But, you know, this is a, cel- a week of celebration, isn't it, for the Dolphins? You'd like to think it's all positive. But Anthony Milford's the story. The bloke who's not there is the story. Yeah, Bossy, I'm with you. And I'm glad you picked up on it because it's not really Wayne Bennett's style to harangue one of his key players out in the media. It's, it's a really different tactic um, from the wily old coach. And he has. He's, he's put it on Milford, basically de- declaring that the Milf needs to decide himself on whether he wants to be a rugby league player anymore. This is the week of round one. It's the week that they've had all summer. And, 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 and Wayne's decided to come out the week of the inaugural match, history-making game, Dolphins v Roosters. He's dropped their, their key half. And as I said just taken taken into task in, in, in the media. It, it's, a, it's a bizarre approach by Wayne, and I only come back to this. I believe it's a statement to the other players. That's what I, I feel. It's Wayne sending a message to what the Dolphins need to stand for as a club from day one. Uh, when we run out on, on, on Sunday, this is what the, I want the Dolphins to be, and I don't care who you are, what your profile is. Uh, you, there's a bar that needs to be set, has been set, and you need to reach it. And that's the only thing I can draw from this, uh, because it was it's it's pretty heavy as far as the sprays are concerned from a Wayne Bennett category. The the thing that confuses me about this, Dave did did they not realise a month ago that Milford wasn't fit enough, or that he was mm. a bit out of shape? Like, has this come as a surprise to the coaching staff? Like, surely they were tracking his progression through the whole off season. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear absolutely, and and then to go with young Isaiah Katoa, who's who's a hugely talented uh, young player, obviously key signing from the Panthers. He couldn't get a run in front of Ivan Cleary, uh, sorry, Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai, and, and and now Wayne's throwing his backing to the to the young kid when ultimately Wayne did sign Milford. You know, mm. he is the one that signed him, and as you said, Michelle, when did they not pick up the signs that he wouldn't be ready? Uh, well, he was he was he was he was average in the trial matches, and and why wouldn't he? Why isn't he ready for round one? It's as I said, the week of the first game, 
to be discussing this is is completely left field for, for the Bennett that we know. Yeah, the quote in the Courier-Mail, or just one of the quotes of Wayne Bennett, the, re- the reality is where does Anthony want to be in 12 months' time? Does he want to be back on top of the game or in and out of the team like a yo-yo? He has to make a deliberate choice about where he wants to be. Time is running out. So, um, Anthony Milford, ball is very much in your court. And just on the Bulldogs, um, we've been talking mm. about it this morning, the loss of Luke Thompson. It's a big one because I, I do question yep. their depth. So, suddenly an unknown Um can get a chance. So here's the sliding doors yeah. moment. Jaden Tanner, is that the name we're, we're talking about for the doggies? It is, Bossy, and, and you're right. That, that that concerns me too, just how quickly the dogs have had to go to their well as far as depth is concerned. And Jaden Tanner's uh, name has popped up onto the team sheet. He will play on the weekend. And, guys, I've got to say, he's got, he's got pretty good pedigree. Uh, Miss I'll be excited to hear this. He was in the same 2018 Australian schoolboys squad. Get this. He, uh, he travelled to the UK in the Australian schoolboys squad with Bradman Best, uh, Tom Dearden, uh, who else? Tessie New, Franklin Pele, Jason Saab, Tommy Talao, Star Tower, Bronson Cherry. He, uh, he's played all in that rep, that, uh, through the rep junior career as far as uh, teams are concerned. He's He's done a pretty good job. He came through the Shark system. He was an SG ball for uh, forward of the year down there. Moved over to Penrith. Uh, played through their lower grades and was picked up by the Dogs. Played in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final last year. Um, I expect to see a little bit from Tanner. I know it's a blow for Thompson, obviously. And considering the, the salary that he's on, that eats into your cap big time. Uh, but young Jaden Tanner, let's keep an eye on him because he's he's got a pretty good pedigree. There you go. I think well, he's a big boss, uh, big body as well, Vossi, from what I saw. I think it was the Raiders trial. He looked like a big unit. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Tanner. Super Coach so. Cheapy, hey? Super yeah. Coach Cheapy, Jaden Tanner. We're, we're playing in, we're right into our KFC Super Coach as well. So we're looking at these uh, new names, having to factor them in. Uh, David, uh, we've, we've given our top eight. You gave yours on Monday. So you were first cab off the rank. Uh, James Magnuson has mm. now given his. Now, here's what, some of the feedback. Morning, boys. Missile. About time someone on the SEN station has a sensible top eight. Doggies all the way. Uh, where did you have the dogs, David? Uh, I, I have the Bulldogs about 11th. I think vying for the eight, but not going to be quite good enough. What about you, David? Yeah, likewise. They don't make my eight. Um, again, and, and I think we're already starting to see the reason why. I just think they're... Uh, while the excitement and the anticipation of a positive season is is uh, is deserved, uh, given their recruitment and also the appointment of head coach Cameron Serraldo, I think they'll certainly move in an upward tra- trajectory. But top eight's too too big, much of a bridge to climb. I will consider them for my top eight next year, off the back of a couple more key signings. All right. Okay. David Riccio, we can follow all the stories as the news breaks on the Telegraph website throughout the day and then come tomorrow. Oh, we must wait because you're not on air before the first game. Melbourne Parramatta is as hard mm. as any game <laughs> over yeah. the entire first round. Who, who have you locked in as your tip? Well, well, to, surprisingly, gamble responsibly. The Eels are the outsiders here at home. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of obviously reasons for that with the Storm's incredible round one um, strike rate. Um, but I'm going with Parramatta, guys. I think they can get it done. I like the look of their spine. I saw enough in Josh Hodgson through the trials uh, to suggest that he'll have a good year and, and combine well with Moses and Brown and Gutherson. 
and there's just too many injuries for the Melbourne Storm. Guys, a thousand games worth of NRL experience are gone from the Melbourne Storm, and I'm including the Bromwich Brothers, Kafusi, Pappenhausen, uh, Tui Kamakamisa. It's it's a huge clean out of the Storm at the moment, and I just find I think this might be the game that that incredible record uh, comes to an end. All right, David Riccio, thank you for that. Uh, predictions, everyone's having their opinion. You have had yours. Uh, we'll talk again later in the week. Thanks, boys. Go well. Dave Riccio from The Telegraph. James, what about it tomorrow night? Um, Melbourne, Parramatta first up. You can hear the call right here on SEN. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.